Thanks for downloading this episode of the Shrimps Verdict podcast. All opinions expressed are those of the individual contributors and not necessarily those of either Morecambe Football Club or Beyond Radio. Every kick, every game, every goal. Following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio. After... Short one to the near post, Jeff Cotton and Grant's going to whip it in towards the back post. Joe Edwards has got the freedom of home part there and that's a great palm away by the birthday boy Trevor Carson. They come Plymouth down this left-hand side. They come and they're going to switch it out to Joe Edwards on this right flank. Got a couple of yards of space, a little slide drill passing to the feet of Ryan Broom. He's going to jink it towards the back post where Hedge's going to work and it's nodded into the back of the net by Connor Grant at the back post to give the Pilgrims the lead inside the 14th minute. The Morecambe were undone down this right-hand side. Ball slipped into the path of Ryan Broom. He got to the byline. Lovely ball to the back post. And it's nodded home by Connor Grant to make it Plymouth Argyle 1, Morecambe 0. Yeah, it's his seventh goal of the season for Connor Grant. The ball whipped in and it was just... Uh... Just got the better of the defender, really. I'm, I'm not too sure if the defender knew where he was, but uh, it rises highest and he sends it back across Trevor Carson into the corner of the Morecambe goal. And uh, you have to say, you know, the opening 14 minutes of this one, Plymouth have been uh, knocking on the door, have had the better attacking chances, and they've certainly made that one count. And on uh, on 15 minutes, it's Plymouth Argyle 1, Morecambe 0. Disappointing start that, Tom. You could kind of see that evolve, that... Uh Plymouth were darting forward to the left-hand side and they were creating space on the right-hand side for Edwards and Broom. So you could see it opening up and uh, Broom just putting a, a lovely ball to the back post and 1-0, sadly. And it was a good ball, let's take nothing away. It was a great cross and uh, very well finished uh, by Connor Grant too. A great header, as, as Matt said, back across the goalkeeper. But did we perhaps leave the Plymouth Argyle midfielder maybe just with a little bit too much space perhaps potentially so here we go Stockton into the feet of Conley and the oh Oh, great chance instant reply there from Morecambe it was route one stuff up and over Stockton into the feet of Conley was through one on one and that's a good block by the Pilgrims keeper Michael Cooper Stockton picks up a loose ball midway inside the Plymouth Argyle half, he might have to go himself here because there's not many red shirts going forward. Stockton gets the ball across oh. the six-yard box and Dylan Connolly couldn't quite stretch far That's enough better. to tap it in from close range. McLaughlin into the feet of Stockton's going to roll his man. Stockton gets the ball across oh. the six-yard box and it couldn't quite be tapped home at the back stick. That was another great opportunity for Morecambe and it was Stockton again. It was his trademark, get the ball with his back to goal, rolled his defender angle was tight and nobody could provide the finishing touch at the back post McCalmont stretching for all his worth couldn't quite tap it home Gillespie still going McCauley Gillespie back it goes to Houghton and then out towards Danny Mayer who's got room to get across him from this left hand side and Ryan Hardy has gone all the way in I think Lysman's flag stays down Ryan Hardy's claiming he got the last touch there cross came in from the left hand side Little flip perhaps from Ryan Hardy to score his 16th goal of the season as it bounces into the far corner of Trevor Carson's net. And two minutes before half-time here at Home Park, the Pilgrims double their advantage. 
to make it Plymouth Argyle 2, Morecambe 0. Yeah, just seeing the replay, I don't know if that... Has it taken a flick on? Maybe not. But I think his involvement, certainly wrong foot of Trevor Carson there. And it's a terrible time to concede just before the break, isn't it? Cause for a potential offside as well, we'd have to see that one again. He was certainly involved, wasn't he? He had lots of time, lots of space, Tom. I'm not sure he got a touch on it, Ryan Hardy. Good whip balling from Danny Mayer. Hint of offside as well. The, the upshot is we are 2-0 down. Just disappointing as we're just starting to find a little bit of a grip holding back into the game and they were they just love getting crosses into the box. We'd actually defended a couple of situations quite well just before that. We've just got to keep digging away. Let's see what Dylan Connolly can do here. He's got uh, plenty of pace as he picks the ball up centrally and gets out towards his right-hand side. Cooney, Connolly possibly needed to go on the overland there, but Cooney cuts in field, crosses in with his left foot, cleared away from the edge of the penalty area, and then, oh, Jepcott, and then it comes in from oh, Phillips with a pile driver from 25 yards out. Much better that from the Shrimps. Phillips pushed in further forward early on in this second half, stings the palms of Michael Cooper, who turns it behind for a corner, and Gillespie crosses it in. It's going to fall for Ryan Hardy inside the box hardly twists and turns great effort from the pilgrims top scorer and it whistles inches over trevor carson's crossbar and plymouth are very very comfortable indeed but just that one pile driving effort of notes from adam phillips 10 minutes into the second half it was a good save from michael well, Cooper. Well, Conley. Play, dylan Conley dispossesses his man he's just uh, trying to bear oh, down on. john abika with his left Good chance. Great chance. Excellent work through the middle from Dylan Connolly. Fed it into John Abika. And with his left foot, I thought he was going to curl it, just like he did against Gillingham. Curl it into the top corner there of Michael Cooper's net. And it's just over the angle of post and bar. He's got to make the keeper work there. It's a goal kick and a golden opportunity wasted. Connolly whips the ball in early. Oh, just laid off by that. John Abika. It's, it's going to fall nicely. And it's a, oh, it's a daisy cutter. It fell, for, it fell for Gibbo there, didn't it? Turned yeah. into a P-roller more than a pile driver. Moore can pick the ball at once more, though, with Cooney. And then out towards his right side. Adam Phillips might get another bite of the cherry. Being given possession from Shane McLaughlin. Phillips, that's, that's a better, better ball. Big goal. We've got loads of runners oh, over there on the back post. What and header comes in. And it's a fine save. Not done yet on the edge of the box. Oh, oh what a through to Michael Cooper, the Argyle goalkeeper. We have to score that. We had three men over at the back post. Better delivery from Adam Phillips. Yes, it was a good stop from Michael Cooper, but we've got to bury it. Reaction to the action. This is the Shrimp's Verdict on Beyond Radio. Today was a game that uh, you know, we looked forward to and uh, I thought we played you know, very well today. Um, Plymouth had the same number of shots on target as us today, had the same number of shots off target as us today. So, you know, to come away from home, the two goals we gave away um, were poor defensively from us across into the box. We should have dealt better with at the back post. Uh, and the one, you know, was a free header in the box. But uh, other than that, you know, you look at, you know, our goalkeeper wasn't troubled. Michael Cooper was troubled more uh, than our goalkeeper today. And uh, from our point of view, uh, it was a really positive performance. We probably should have scored uh, in the first half and in the second half. We had better opportunities than, than Plymouth Agile today. 
Did you have any qualms about Plymouth Argyle's second goal? Uh, there were suspicions of it looking offside. Yeah, I mean, I went to the referee at half-time to, to ask that question and the, the linesman said that number 31 was playing him onside. Uh, so that's as far as I know. Uh, I don't know if that is the case. If Hardy has scored and he's in an offside position, then uh, the you know, we've really been unlucky with that. How frustrated are you about, uh, you mentioned chances in the second half. I counted four, four good ones as well. Um, how frustrated are you with not taking any of those? Yeah, really frustrated because there were very good opportunities. And you know, one in the first half that got you know, right across the, the front uh, post area to the back post, um, we should be put in the back of the net. We, we opened up you know, Plymouth Aguil a number of times uh, throughout the afternoon. We knew we'd get that opportunities when uh, the way we were going to, to play, uh, and we certainly did that. How encouraging is that for you looking ahead now to the running? Yeah, I mean, we've obviously got a difficult run in. Uh, the team, uh, we need to pick up the confidence because they've only, you know, won uh, three games in the last 25 games. Uh, so from that point of view, um, we need to get that going and, and keep it right. Now, you've come back here, uh, you've had two games under your belt. Um, what are your thoughts? I mean, can you redeem this situation? Can you rescue, you know, Morecambe from, from danger? Yeah, I mean, we've got two teams that are above us at this moment in time that we need to catch, and uh, they're the two teams that we've got to, you know, get enough points and, and get above. Uh, but, you know, encouraging, we've played against, you know, Ipswich, who are an excellent side, you know, one of the best sides in the division. Uh, and then we've come here today to play, you know, a Plymouth Argyle side that are trying to get out of uh, League One uh, into the Championship or try and get in the playoffs. I think, you know, from them, you know, that's probably the best opportunity this season. We go now into the Bolton game at home on Tuesday night. First of all, Cole Stockton came off. Um, was that because of an injury, a knocky tuck? No, Cole wasn't feeling well. Uh, he, he had spoken to the, the doctor before the game and uh, the physio. He just wasn't feeling well, so I really had to take him off. We lost uh, five players yesterday through illness. Uh, it was going through the camp, so you know we had to change one just before kickoff as well. So we were down uh, to the bare minimum going into the game, but that didn't stop us having a you know a really good performance. And what about Dylan Connolly? What sort of knock did he take? Yeah, he just took cramp. Um, yeah. He, you know, put in a really good shift today. He kept, you know, Jordan Cuton quiet uh, all mm. afternoon. Mm. Uh, when he is, you know, one of their better players. I mean, we missed, you know, Tumani Diadagara. We missed Aaron Boldig today through illness. Mm. Greg Lee through illness as well. So um, we'll have to assess them before Tuesday and hopefully they're, you know, back fit. Derek, Derek perhaps the team that you were... You're going to pick a different team, perhaps, given... Mm if more people had been available at what point in the week was the illness apparent that it was going to be an issue yesterday <laughs> so listen we just have to, to, to go on with it and uh, and I thought the players that uh, came in you know acquitted themselves well in terms of the, the team that you play perhaps one or two maybe slight surprises to some fans Dylan Connolly getting the nod up front instead of perhaps John Abeker or Joan Ryunga what was the thinking behind that um, the thinking was the style of game that was going to be and you know Dylan did really well the other two have different uh, ways of playing and you know I thought Dylan uh, was the right man and, and it proves correct because you know he kept Jordan cute and you know quiet most of the afternoon and also he was unlucky a number of times not getting in behind were you going to go three at the back today or did was that necessity with what was available no we were always going to do that and you've been a week and a bit now, Derek. In terms of your squad assessment, um, how much time have you had to get to grips with everything? Yeah, I'm not going to go into that much. You know, I don't think it's right that you know 
a manager comes in uh, and, and does that, uh, you know, I'll assess it and, and see how it goes from there. So the story of quite a number of games this season, lots of shots, couldn't get the ball in the net, frustrating afternoon. Yeah, definitely, like you say, story of our season really, two first, first half sloppy goals. Um, yeah, like you said, we uh, created a lot of chances, but yeah, we, unfortunately we couldn't, couldn't find that goal to get ourselves back in the game. And that's how it's been, hasn't it, for as long as I can remember this season, we are creating those chances. I suppose the belief is still there that one game, they are going to go in the net and we're going to beat somebody quite well. Yeah, definitely. You know, that's the, like you say, the main reason is we're still creating the chances. You, just, you know, we've just got to keep going keep getting bodies in a box and like you say hopefully they'll start dropping in and we'll start picking up some points lots of illness in the camp this week at what point did it become apparent that that might be a problem in terms of the squad available this weekend uh i think it was only a couple of changes um but you know the lads i think we dealt with it quite well there's obviously we've got a good set of players here so people can come in and still do the job but yeah i thought we still uh, played well the team that was out there and yeah it was unfortunate in the end we know the way that Derek likes to play and in terms of the game today, we very much saw that. But second half especially, we had lots of chances. You had a good shot as well. That goes in, I suppose. It's a different game, isn't it? Yeah, like you say, it's just we keep creating the chances. They're just not going in for us at the minute. But we'll, uh, we've got another game on Tuesday. Uh, tough game away at Bolton, but we'll go there with confidence and hopefully we can uh, get a result. It's been quite some time since you found the, the back of the net. I, I, I suppose you're itching to, to, to get that seventh goal of the season now. Yeah, you know, I'm still, I'm just trying to get myself in good areas. The manager asked me to play a different role today, a bit deeper. Uh, I thought I did all right. I got on the ball well. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing the best I can for the team and whatever the manager asked me to do, I'll do. Now, you know Derek Adams very well, Adam, of course, from the time that he was manager first time around. What has he brought different to the club from Stephen Robinson? Well, you know, he, he knows the club already. He knows a few lads here from last year. I get on with him well. Uh, obviously, he had a full week with us last week to put into place how he wants to play. And I thought we we did that today on the pitch and we was unfortunate because we, we just couldn't find that goal. But we'll keep going, keep believing, and I'm sure we'll be OK. So the belief and the confidence in the squad's still very much there? Yeah, you can see, you know, the lads, we don't give up to we. We keep going till the end and uh, like you say, we're still creating the chances. We've just got to put the final touch to it. I suppose as a team, it's frustrating, isn't it, when you are creating those chances. You just need one of them to go in and suddenly we can get a bit of momentum, hopefully. Yeah, you know, like the main thing is we're, we're creating the chances and we're not, we're not always hanging on in games. We just need to find that goal and hopefully it'll uh, push us on. A tough test ahead on Tuesday. Bolton, we know the threats that they're going to pose and, and everything else that happened in the reverse fixture but it's, uh, it's a very important game there. Yeah, definitely. You know, we've, we've shown that we can uh, perform against them. We were really unlucky with the home game. I felt if we didn't have that break we would have possibly gone on and won the game but we got a point and yeah, we'll go in there with our heads up and uh, try and get some points on the board. And finally, Adam, your own form, you've been in the squad, you were out for a while, you're back in again now. How do you assess your season so far? Yeah, I think I've done all right. I've just got to get my head down, keep getting the games and, like you say, try and help the team as much as I can and whatever the manager asks me to do, I'll do. And last season, you had that great partnership going with uh, Aaron Wildig. We saw in the second half against Ipswich last Saturday the signs of that starting to develop again. If uh, you two can get that understanding going, we might be in business. Yeah, like you say, obviously, me and Wildig come on at half-time the other, the other day. 
and uh, like you say, I picked him out and hopefully he'll be back soon and uh, yeah, we'll be scoring again. Hello from the Shrimps Verdict podcast, part of Shrimps Live on Beyond Radio. Another defeat on the road then for the Shrimps this afternoon. The longest away trip of the season to Devon, home park where it finished, Plymouth Argyle 2 Morecambe nil. We were delighted to be joined by special guest, Mr. Shrimps Online, Tom Collins. You probably follow Tom Shrimps Online on Twitter, and if you're a Morecambe fan, you will have no doubt read his fantastic analytical previews of every single Morecambe game this season. Uh, Tom is uh, recently come back just a few days ago uh, from Peru, where he's been living for the last few years, back home to Lancashire, and we were delighted to have him in the commentary box this afternoon for Shrimps Live after the match. I caught up with Tom to get his thoughts on the game. So, Tom, when you woke up in Peru on Monday, in your sunshine, 30 degrees, lovely, glorious weather, lovely background when you opened your curtains, did you expect that you would be standing next to me here at Home Park in Devon come Saturday afternoon? I'll be honest, no. (laughs) No, I didn't expect it to be this cold either. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's really hit me like a ton of bricks, to be honest. We said on the drive-in, didn't we? Don't be fooled by the sun. You're not in Peru anymore. But I suppose it makes a change for it not to be wet and windy. But uh, in either case, another defeat for the Shrimps this afternoon. Lots of promise, especially in the second half. Create some good chances. What did you make of it today? Just frustrating, isn't it? Because we just... You know, I thought we early on we were dominated for possession. We let a couple of sloppy goals... You know, we'll be disappointed looking back that we've let them um, those goals come in from crosses. We've let the crosses come in as well. But I thought, you know, there's promising signs in the first half where even though we were struggling for possession, we still managed to create a couple of decent chances. And then in the second half, we looked even more promising. I thought Plymouth, um, I didn't. I thought Plymouth weren't quite as strong the second half, and I thought we we had a number of really good chances. Um, you look at the John Abeka chance. Yeah. If you wanted to design a chance for John Abeka, yeah. it would be similar to that. Curling if you wanted to design a chance for Anthony O'Connor, it would be a back, o- back post header, but just won't seem to go in at the moment. It's been the story of the season, though, hasn't it? Seems Can't to score, be. Won't score. Seems Don't to be, games. but I think we've just got to take heart from it and say that you know we can clearly create chances, and you just hope between you know and somewhere we can scrape a win, and just I feel that sometime before the end of the season we'll put a few goals past someone I just have a feeling um, hopefully it'll be on Tuesday Games are starting to run out though Tom aren't they we've said I think we're like 19-20 games to go but we'll just need those six wins and we'll be okay and then it's six wins from 15 then it's six wins from 12 it's now games ticking down we've got to start getting three points on the board we can't keep saying played well created chances didn't score didn't win the game of course yeah we, we, you know if we just keep not winning then eventually of course we'll run out of um, of games um, I guess uh, the the redeeming element is the fact that there's that couple of teams around as the ones below us um, didn't pick up results again and we're just still in the mix and just got to hold on to something and um, the example I gave a few years back is we lost on the penultimate game to Barnet and we had to go to playoff hopefuls Coventry pick up a draw and we, we did it so we just got to stick together we've got a new manager in. he's in his second game in charge I thought there's aspects to take that are positive I thought uh, Connolly was excellent today um, so yeah we've just got to try and keep keep moving forward and I mean 
it didn't help the fact that this it seems like there's been some illness in the in the yeah. in the camp. Um, but Which I think it's more than what Derek Adams was letting on, and I've just spoken to Adam Phillips as well. And he said, oh, it affected a couple of players, but it it didn't. It's been right across the board, hasn't it? You, you miss players like Aaron Wildig, Toombs, Greg Lee, Cole Stockton could only play an hour before he was knackered. So it, it has affected us today. There's no doubt about that. Well, if you if you're training during the week to set to a certain plan, and then you have those injuries, on Friday, those some, illnesses, on sorry, Friday, so it's out the window. Well, yeah, you mm. you you're going to build partnerships and stuff like that that we've talked about all season. That, um, yeah, but we can't use excuses. You just got to get on, and um, you know the players are in the squad for a reason. They should be able to bring something to the team, and um, I don't think um, Connolly was probably in the plans probably through the week and he's come in and he's shown some bright aspects that um, potentially could have an impact from now to the end of the season so we've just got to find a way just to keep going on and have faith that we can do something Tom thanks for your company on Shrimps Live on the commentary today appreciate it uh, welcome home as well um, you are absolutely freezing cold though. so you know we'll, we'll warm you up nicely a nice cold pint of Guinness need to go and do that then <laughs> thank you for having us on cheers Tom we'll catch you next time cheers and hopefully we'll uh, get Tom Collins Mr Shrimps Online back in the Shrimps Live uh, commentary box uh, between now and the end of the season Tom thanks so much for your company this Saturday we uh, really appreciated it joined of course as ever uh, hello from Dave Salmon by the way joined as ever by Matt Smith uh, from the Shrimps media team and, and Matt this away form we spoke about the statistics before the match didn't we just two points from the last seven away games that's two points from the last eight away games now a game of two halves wasn't it didn't really turn up particularly well in the first half but came on pretty strong in the second created some good chances but again a case of what might have been yeah for me you know I have to agree with what the gaffer and what Adam Phillips said in post-match you know still encouraging signs obviously it's another game uh, with, without picking up any points but we're not being battered we're not being blown away by teams we're creating so many chances and on another day you know the John Obika strike goes in Anto Connor's header goes in even Adam Phillips' long range strike goes in so it's one of those I think Plymouth are a good side I think they uh, they showed in the first half they're very confident in possession the build up play is really dangerous um, but ultimately like we say we come away empty-handed I think possibly a draw could have been a fair result but it is what it is um, positives to take into Tuesday massive game away at Bottom Wanderers and uh, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll we'll come back stronger and uh, get something out of that game not helped of course uh, today by illness in the camp and that happened uh, quite late in the week not Covid related it was I think it was a more of a sickness bug that's been uh, in the Morecambe camp over the last few days but uh, it definitely altered Derek Adams' plans didn't it for sure Well you look at obviously Phillips and Wildig how well they linked up last week at home to Ipswich Town you would have thought that they could have started together quite possibly um, so the fact that obviously Wildig I think Toombs and Greg as well have been uh, hit with this illness it's, it's a shame because they're all big players uh, Stockton as well came off in the second half as a result of not feeling too well um, so it's a shame but ultimately we've got a very strong squad um, and I think you consider that those key players that we were without today you know the lads who came in stepped up did a job and 
ultimately put on uh, a, a, a relatively strong performance especially in the second half and like we say ultimately unlucky to come away empty-handed but can take that confidence again into the uh, into the next game and hopefully for we'll, we'll come out with a different outcome yeah just to clarify that about Cole Stocks and we were a, a little bit perplexed to say the least when uh, Derek Adams uh, substituted him for uh, big John Abiko but uh, yes he was one of those players who have been suffering with the illness in the Shrimps camp this week and uh, he wasn't feeling too well in the second half which was a bit of a shame really because he did play uh, pretty well uh, back to the Cole Stockton uh, that we know really getting stuck in rolling his defenders and was unlucky certainly in the first half uh, possibly could have added to his 21 goals already this season but uh, wasn't quite to be one player that did impress me Matt uh, took his chance I thought uh, surprising in the starting lineup to begin with I think and perhaps if everybody had been available maybe wouldn't have started maybe he would we'll never know of course but uh, Dylan Connolly in only his second start in a Morecambe shirt did his chances no harm at all no I thought he was very good uh, first half you know he was, he was running around like a, a headless chicken you know <laughs> got energy to burn he's got pace a physical player as well that can be aggressive when he needs to um, plays with a lot of passion and that can only benefit the squad can't it um, I would say he's not played too much football before well I can't I, I don't know feel free anyone listening to correct me if I'm wrong but I, I'm not entirely sure when the last time he completed a full 90 was and that was telling today with the uh, you know he went down close towards the end of the game with cramping in both hamstrings and that just tells you also the, the work rate and the effort he put into it. Um, so, again, you know, he, he can get some more game time under his belt and he's, he's proven, like you say, I think I agree, he's, he's taking this chance well. He's proven that it can be effective in this squad um, and he'll, he'll, he's done his chances of future starts no harm at all. I suppose the one saving grace is nobody in the bottom six picked up any points this afternoon. So we've not lost any ground. All of the bottom four lost, as did... Uh, Fleetwood Town and AFC Wimbledon so I suppose on one hand you look at it and, and you think well it's a, another opportunity missed but grateful that we're not further adrift it's just those couple of points and, and one result can turn things around hopefully it comes on Tuesday it certainly helps um, I've said it a couple of times already this season uh, it goes without saying that we don't want to rely on other teams obviously we want to control our own destiny and only winning football matches will do that but certainly it does help, like you say, that other teams have failed to, to pick up points. So it's as you were with just one less game to play. So, you know, um, another 11 massive games coming up starting on Tuesday. And um, again, we can only control what we can control. And, and if other teams failing to pick up points does us a favour, then so be it. Those games are ticking down now, Matt, aren't they? We can't keep saying we're creating chances, we're doing OK. We've got to start converting them. If we don't do that, we aren't going to win enough games to stay in League One. It's as simple as that. Yeah, and that's just that's the one thing we need to do. Like we say, we're creating the chances. It's just a case of ruthless. Well, yeah, yeah, and it's just a case of putting the chances away. And and we came so close so many times this afternoon. You look at McCalmont sliding in at the uh, the back post with the Stockton cross you look at Dylan Connolly going through one on one as the effort saved by the keeper Phillips in the second half stinging effort from range John Abika's effort Anthony O'Connor's header massive massive yeah. chances that on another day you can see all those goals going in yeah. so it's just a case of just getting 
or certainly putting one of those chances away and then the rest will fall or certainly that's what we like to think so just keep playing the way we are and keep putting the chances together and um, I've absolutely no doubt that the goals will come Fingers crossed Matt Fingers crossed massive game on uh, Tuesday given everything that happened uh, just the, ma- the, the manner of the equaliser for Bolton Wanderers in the reverse fixture we know we can compete against them but we also know it's going to be a really really difficult game on Tuesday night yeah, Bolton are in fine form. Um, they've got some massive wins in recent weeks. Um, but, you know, we, we proved that we can go toe-to-toe with them at the museum and not too long ago. Uh, so hopefully we can, uh, you know, put on a, a performance and, and get a result. Obviously, Derek Adams being quite familiar with Bolton Wanderers, having faced them twice last season. Uh, so, yeah, it promises to be another, another close game. Um, and, and hopefully we can... Uh, we can come away with three points on Tuesday night. And fingers crossed finally, Matt, that we can get a few players back from illness because, yes, it's a squad game. Yes, everybody in the first team are professional footballers and we should call upon them when necessary, but we did miss some key players today. There's no doubt about that. And I know what Derek said about he would have still played three at the back. I'm not not so sure he he would have done, to be honest. I think he he doesn't favour three at the back, but maybe we'll never know. But... uh, we did miss those players and hopefully we've got more of a squad to pick from because only six on the bench of course today as well yeah I mean the, the players that are missing obviously very valuable very key players um, and it was like you say I mean how's your look you know when they're after injury you get some players that are out with illness and, and that's just how it goes sometimes um, unfortunately but yeah very key players very important to this squad and um, hopefully we see them back on uh, on, on Tuesday night Um you know, like we've touched on already, we've got a very talented squad anyway. So um, anyone that takes to the field in a Morecambe shirt, you think they're able to to, to go out there and, and get the job done. So whatever team we field, if those lads are, are back from illness, great. If not, we know we've got other players we can rely on. Matt, thanks very much as ever. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. We'll speak to you again on Shrimps Live on Tuesday. Thanks, Dave. Looking forward to it. And that's just about it then from this episode of the Shrimps Verdict Podcast. Thanks as ever for your ears and your downloads. We really appreciate it. And thanks, of course, for listening to our Shrimps Live full match commentaries. Beyond Radio, the only place you can hear full commentary of every single Shrimps game this season, home and away. And we'll be live at the University of Bolton Stadium on Tuesday night. Team news, the build-up, and of course the whole of Bolton Wanderers against Morecambe. It is an 8pm kickoff. We'll be live on FM, DAB Plus Digital Radio on Beyond and of course you can listen and watch via iFollow too. Myself and Matt will be live from 7.45. We look forward to your company then. And that's just about it for this episode. We'll speak to you next time. Every kick, every game, every goal. Following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio.